0: Welcome back to The Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the left of me, as always, is my co-host and cohort, Victor Adams. John, how's it going? Looks
1: like those headphones are snug today.
0: <laughs> they are, man. They yeah. are. I've
1: got a new do. There you go.
0: <laughs> or you could say I have no do. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever.
1: But do the do. Yeah, that's, yeah, right, that's right.
0: man. I uh, uh, I shaved my head the other mm-hmm. day, so I've got, got rid of all the, well, what little hair I had left, I should say. Most people that have watched stuff I've been on, you see a front shot, but... Yeah, I had uh, been on my way to losing hair for a long time and finally just waved the white flag and said, you know what? I'm going to get rid of this and and uh, and just shave this clean. So I look like I'm about to go out there and ruin Superman's
1: day at some point yeah. today. <laughs> look a little Lex Luthor-like. But Well, if you get an ascot going on, then we, we have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't yeah. want to look like an evil genius That's in right, a movie yeah. or something, but... <laughs> But now it's something we'll talk more about here in a second
0: cuz it actually is is uh, leads into what we're going to talk about in the show today. Mm-hmm. But as always, I want to do a little housekeeping here on the front end and say thank you to Covenant Eyes. You know, they're sponsoring us still and yep. have for months now on the nail road and also uh, the podcast itself. Uh, guys, you can go and sign up for a 30-day free trial of Covenant Eyes at slash pew. We've talked about it so much on here. The bottom line is if you want to stop pornography if you're, if you're dealing with this in your life, you need something that's going to help you do that, that's going to keep you from actually physically seeing and viewing these things. Covenant Eyes will do that, right? It looks at everything on your screen. It blocks it. And the best part is you have an accountability partner that you place in there. They get an email, so they're alerted if you're struggling with something. You know someone else is looking at what you're doing, which is another incentive not to be looking at things, mm-hmm. obviously, because of, of you don't want people, I'm sure, to know what you're doing. So that's another thing that helps you there. Also it helps protect your family. You know, you get it all I think for 15.99 if you if you purchase it after the free trial and you wind up, you know, putting on as many devices as you want in your house, uh, you know all the all the iPads and the Kindles and all the things the kids have and even some of these, you know, smart devices that have you know, TVs and stuff have all this internet stuff on it now, too. So, you know, you can put it on all these devices and, and not only safeguard yourself, but your family, too. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's important. Pornography just rips you away from God. It rips you away from your wife and, and and those that you love in your life. It teaches you to objectify others. It is a bane in the life of a spiritual man. So if you want to get rid of this, get serious about it. Try this, this 30-day uh, trial from Covenant Eyes see if it works for you. I know it will. I use it in my house. It works well for me and for my family. And I'm sure it'll do the same for you. But take that step today. Get that free trial and see if it works out for you. If it does, then continue it on and just help. let them help you in the battle against pornography. Mm-hmm. So thank you as always, Covenant Eyes. Uh, Two, on this week, man, it has been a crazy week. We had like 70 guys sign up for the narrow road just off of the, off of the Facebook ads and all those things that we have going out there. Uh, Guys are just starting to find this thing and sign up for it and it's really exciting. I mean, I went to the air not the airport, the uh, post office like 30 times last week to deliver all these and it's great. I'm not complaining at all. It's a joy to be able to do it, but just to see this thing moving and moving and moving, we're just growing each and every week and guys are starting to say, you know, man, you know, I'm really becoming the man I want to be. I see the changes taking place in my life. I feel closer to God than I ever have. My wife keeps telling me that something's different. Right, So these are the things that we wanted to happen with this. And I'm so glad to see it out there. So guys, if, if you're somebody that's on the fence, we've got 50% off right now in your first month. You can sign up for the Nail Road at justaguyonthePew.com. Go up to Community, click that, and just sign up there. You'll get it for $15 instead of $25, plus your shipping of 5 bucks. So $15 bucks is what it's going to cost you. And that'll let you try it out for the first month, decide if you like it. If you do, it goes up to the regular $25 price. All of that goes to support the ministry and to continue to buy more of these, right? So that we can get it in other people's hands. I want to give out free copies. I want to have a program where fathers could get a free copy when they buy one for their sons. There's all kinds of things we're kicking around, but we need the support to be able to do it. And that's where every bit of that money goes in the narrow road and donations, anything you give to the ministry, we put right back in, right? I've never taken a dime out of this personally. It's all going back in so that we can continue to do the work that God's calling us to do. So if you haven't signed up for The Narrow Road, go check it out. I know that it will help you, too, the way that it's helped so many others. You can do that at just at com. I also want to say to guys that want to start a men's group, we have, we're having success with that, too. I've had three more offers in the last two weeks to go to Texas, to Oklahoma, and one other place. I believe it was arizona outside of the one that we had in indiana and the one that we've got scheduled already for new mexico and all of them say we want you to come in speak which is fine but we want you to spend time training men in our in our parish but other surrounding parishes this deacon deacon manny if he's listening out there thank you for all your listening and support but he wants to bring me in uh to his area and there's three parishes that want to start men's groups there with the narrow road resources so guys we started that we've got the We've got your quick start guide that's available for parishes that want to start. Um, it's six or seven easy steps to start the implementation of the nail road in your parish and get a men's group going. We've got training for men so that they're not left alone. They know what it means to actually lead men, not just to hit play on a, on a, on a program or a DVD, but to actually lead men. And then we have a parish price where if a parish signs up guys get a discount on it because there's large groups of men that are doing this and we want to support the parish and those men in any way we can and not let financial uh issues be, an, right, uh, be bears, a, right yeah an, yeah, an obstacle yeah, yeah. to yeah. it right. so guys uh if you're interested in that go to the book me link on the just a guy in the View page write it, you know, write it in there, fill out the boxes. We'll get back to you really quickly. And then we'll see if we could set up some of these things. We're getting kind of busy here at the end of the year, but we, I promise you, we'll find a place to fit it in and, and start you, uh, help you to start a men's group that'll last and bear fruit long after I'm there and gone something that men can find a place to be real authentic themselves. Just like here in this podcast, what we talk about all the time. So men go there and, and do those things, sign up and, 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 and go to the book me page and we'll get that working. Also, there's a member Zoom hangout going to take place on September the 14th. If you're a member of the community, you can go uh, and, and join those Zoom links. I emailed it out to all the members. It's also in our private Facebook page for the members. So make sure you're available there if you want to hang out with us. All the guys getting together and talking about the faith and just what's going on in their life and this community that we talk about so much of guys walking together, that's happening there. So uh, that's 7 p.m. Central time. Uh, and, and the link is there in the Facebook group or in the emails that I sent out. Last thing, we're gonna have a special announcement uh, announcement next week. You won't want to miss. It's about a big opportunity that that uh, I've been able to join up with another fellow Catholic presenter and speaker. And so I'm excited to share that next week. So listen in next week. We'll have everything up and ready where I can send you to those details. But since now all that's out of the way, the housekeeping's out of the way. Victor, you mentioned the new look right? I have, right? right? This 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 shaved head and everything and. I, you know, I've confided in you over the years that we've been friends. That it's something that's bothered me. You know, I'm, I'm six foot eight guy. Some people don't notice that I was losing hair and all those things, but, you know, it's something that bothered me a lot. You know, when I sat down and somebody walked up to me in the church, you always wanted to stand up so they didn't see my bald spot or the comb over I had or whatever. And I think you know, all of us at some point in our life have had something—the way we look or we appear or the way we sound or something—that has made us just really kind of recoil. And start to wonder what people think about us and what do people see in this. And and it was something that really bothered me in my life for a while. You know, when a guy would make a crack about it, and somebody that I cared about or a friend, it, it would hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd go like, man, I really geez, like and I'd go to how bad is it? How does it look? All of those things and and so, you know, I decided yesterday on Labor Day to go just, just I was like, you know what, it's getting in my way when I work out, this long hair's flopping around everywhere. If I go outside, it blows places and it looks crazy. And then I saw a video somebody took of me in a group, and it just looked bad. And I said, you know, it's time to just let it go. You know, but I was always concerned, what are people gonna think, right, mm-hmm. when they see me? I'm gonna walk in and are people are gonna go, oh my gosh, does he have cancer? Or, you know, is something wrong with him? Or, oh my gosh, he's got an egg-shaped head. Or, you know, mm-hmm. all these things right. that go through your head. And it made me realize last night after I'd shaved it or went to the place to have them shave it, I just, I felt so unsure and insecure and all those things. And it made me really start looking at, you know, what's the topic on the podcast? We're working on mm-hmm. it. And it, it just came up vanity, right? The sin of vanity. It's one that we haven't talked about on here at all. We've talked about pride and of course, vanity is part of pride, right, right. but this is a different type that I think a lot of people struggle with in a lot of different ways. And, you know, if you look at the at the definition of vanity, you know, it says vanity is excessive pride in or admiration of one's own appearance or achievements. So it's basically putting the esteem of others first in our lives above God or anything else. And I think that if we're honest, every one of us have done this at some point in our life. You know, maybe you've got a mole somewhere on you or you've, you know, like me, you had thinning hair or you got crooked teeth or you've got a, a weight problem or whatever it may be. We all have something that, that makes us you know, insecure about ourselves and overly we, concerned. We know about it, but right.
1: it may not be obvious to other people, but we don't know. Right. And right. if right. we're not careful, we can obsess over it right. and we can control our life. Yeah. So um, we were just talking about this earlier about like how much money is spent on vanity. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally we looked at the, because the, we want to make sure like the worldwide, I don't know America's, but I'm sure it's sure. half of what the worldwide would be. It was a 382 million billion. Yeah, I think, or billion, it was billion, a billion. Yeah. Yeah. Billion, yeah. billion dollars, right. So, <laughs> So as you can tell, the world is obsessed with image and yeah. how we look, how we are, you know we attract others or whatever, or or trying to stay in shape, which is not wrong, yeah. you know, being healthy. But when it comes to a point where, where you obsess about how you look and how sure. people feel that you appear to them, then then there's something with your head that you're not you know letting your true self be revealed to others. Sure.
0: Well, and there's that's a you make a good point. I mean, with those things like working out, that's a good yeah. thing. Like, you should want to be a healthy man for your wife, for your kids, for right. your friends, for you know, if you're a single guy, for just the people in your life. That's that's a purity of intention there. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to you know, I'm I'm, and this is not to pick on anybody, but if I'm five two, and then I want to swell up to be big as a house because I feel insecure about being a short person or whatever, then that's something different, right? That's not that period of intention. I, I strictly want to be mm-hmm. healthy. This is I want to make up for something that I wasn't given, or I want to seem you know larger, and 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 I want to I, I feel insecure about something, mm-hmm. right? And I see that a lot with folks, and I've seen it in myself. You know, but when we have that period of intention of I'm doing this like there's nothing wrong with being well kept. Like I wanna look clean, I wanna look hygienic, right. you know, yes. I wanna I wanna I wanna look nice, I wanna dress presentably. There's nothing about that. But when we start to obsess about everything and the way people see us and the way you know, am I wearing the right clothes to, to go with culture right now? I mean, for God's sake, I still wear cargo shorts like everywhere I go. I'm sure mm-hmm. those things went out 30
1: years ago or 20 years well, ago. I mean, yeah, well, I yeah. went into Target. I was looking just for simple deodorant, and there's like a whole section on beard wellness yeah like beard oil beard this My, yeah. i'm like i'll be gone to that point yet because i mean like <laughs> guys in the 70s were like just growing beard and you know yeah. they trimmed it that was it they're they picking out put, lunch out of it and right. even later they didn't have like all these oils and like conditioners for their beard but yet now it's hitting all of us you know it, it so, is yeah.
0: and like you said i mean 382 billion dollars that's yeah. ridiculous and I mean, basically the whole world's economy is based on vanity. Mm-hmm. You know, buy this to look like that. Listen to this to be cool. Wear these clothes to be in style. You know, it all plays on our insecurity. And it breeds, honestly, it breeds anxiety in us. Like yeah. that's what it really does, is that's why you see these billboards. You know, are you wearing these? And you're like, no, should I be? Yeah.
1: Like what, is there a problem? Like, yeah. I didn't know these existed, but yeah. now I know, oh I think my gosh. I need some. Should yeah. I have to
0: have them? Like are other people wearing them? Right. Am I the only one? Right, and you hear all these things in your mind. and. And it takes away your peace, right? And, and and that's what the devil always wants to do is to steal your peace, you know. And so, you know, Pope Francis even says I have a quote here from him: "Vanity sows wicked anxiety and takes away peace." Like he's saying that from the from the chair of Peter, like vanity is 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 nothing but meant to rob you from from God, rob you from peace, fill your life with anxiety. And we know that God is never about anxiety; He's always about the peaceful way in our lives. The devil's the one that's about anxiety. And you know, like I said, I've been talking about my hair and. And this is something that, like, it really did bother me, and I'm opening up being vulnerable about this Mm -hmm. because it was something I never wanted to really share with anybody, but I was always worried about it. I would carry a comb into church to make sure there wasn't one hair out of place, and, you know, I'd tell myself, oh, it looks good, don't worry about it, and then, you know, somebody would say something, and then I would just shrink, you know, and go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they pointed that out, and I knew it looked terrible, and, oh, my gosh, what a fool I am, and da-da-da-da-da, God, why did you make me this way? Look at all Mm -hmm. these other men with a full head of hair, and da-da-da-da-da-da. And that's where it takes us to. I mean, when I go outside, I would always be ready for the wind gusted to hold it down and fix it back into place. Or like I said, if I was sitting there, somebody walked up, I was quick to stand up. And, and you know, then that video was taken the other night and I looked at it and I was like, you know what, that's, it, it really does not look good. Now, most people probably don't even notice. They're like, that's just the way John looks. Mm-hmm. But to me, I was like, I got to do something about it. And I did it because I didn't want to worry about it anymore, right? I was just like, no matter what happens, this is one last worry I have in my life to distract me from God, from all these other things. And, you know, I want to share a cute story real quick about Caitlin because this is something I'd say on and off. I'm going to shave my head, and I've said it to you, other people, mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. And I never did it because I was just scared of what it would look like. Right? I'm scared to look like I am, but I'm scared to what I might look like too. It's so just caught up in that vanity and that, that anxiety. And so yesterday I just woke up and I was like, you know what, I'm tired of the way it looks, I'm tired of the way it feels, I'm tired of worrying about it, I'm gonna go see if the place is open. So they were open on Labor Day. So I go in there and and I'm about to leave. And I've talked about it a couple times where Caitlin and Allison and Jacob and my wife are around. And Angela's like, I think you should just do it. I think you should do it, I think you're gonna look great, you should just go do it. Well the whole time I'm working out and things, I'm getting nervous, I don't wanna go, I'm like talking myself out of it, well maybe they're not gonna be open. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang it, they're open, you know, and all those things well i'm going to leave and caitlin comes back from down the street she goes dad where are you going i said i'm going to get my hair cut she's you're going to shave your head and i said yeah i think i think i'm gonna and she could tell i was nervous about it right and she said um she ran upstairs and she got this chewbacca doll i bought her this doll years ago she wanted it for christmas which struck me like jacob was always a star wars person but it was this little doll that moved and mm-hmm. when she talked to it and, you
1: know all yeah. that
0: stuff and she told me a couple weeks ago that she was taking it to show and tell, and I said, "What for?" And why that out of all the things she has? She goes, "Because it's important to me." You, like, I got this for Christmas, and then one of your trips when I was really upset about you leaving and worried and, and all that stuff, I had anxiety about it. You gave it to me, and you said, "You know what? Whenever you get worried, just just snuggle up with Chewbacca." And, mm-hmm. and just think of me, right? Like just think of me and, and know that daddy loves you. Well, I didn't think anything about that. And she told me that the other day. She, that that's why she was taking it to, to um, school to show mm-hmm. and tell. Because it meant something to her. It gave her comfort and all those things. So as I'm leaving to go out the door, she goes, you want me to go with you? And I was like, I don't, Caitlin, I don't know if you have to. And She goes, daddy. I'll go with you. I'll be your Chewbacca. There you go. Right. Right. So she gets sweet kid. You know she gets in the truck. We go over there. They're they're starting to shave, and like the first lock of hair comes out, and I'm trying to like glue it back on there. (laughs) And she's sitting there just looking at me, and she can tell I was worried. And she comes over and she whispers. She goes, "Dad, don't worry about it. You look good. And besides, the only thing that matters is how God thinks you look, and Mm -hmm. He loves you no matter how you look." And I'm sitting here going, "Out of the mouths of babes, right? 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 (laughs) Out of the mouths of babes, but." You know, it's just crazy that later that night we were watching that show. I don't know if you've ever seen. It. It's called Doctor Pimple Popper, and mm-hmm. it's a skin lady. It's a disgusting show. Like it's one of those you put on. You're like, I don't want to watch this, right. but you can't turn it. There was a lady that was born with some kind of bump above her left brow, and it stuck out. It looked like somebody had hit her, like in the old cartoons, and a lump. had mm-hmm. immediately come out, and. She was telling this story about how she was married, she had kids, but she cut her hair in a way to hide it. She almost braided her hair in a way where it wouldn't flip out of the way. She was worried about what her husband thought about her all the time. It caused her to stay at home and quit her job, and she basically sat around and ate and gained all this weight over a little bump. So her whole health went downhill. Mm-hmm. Long story short, they don't know if it's this this thing that's sticking like partially into her inside of her skull. Mm-hmm. So they have to draw fluid from it. All this stuff. And they find out at the end of the episode that it's nothing like that. It's just something, it's a a cyst or something that they can get out and remove. But this woman was so anxious. She was crying. She was shaking when they told her, look, we got an MRI. That could be something. If we pull out yellow fluid, that could be spinal fluid. And we can't just go in there and start cutting something. And she was crushed. It was like, this is my last chance to look normal. This is the last Mm -hmm. chance for people to see me as a normal person. And And it just made me realize, like it cemented this idea to talk about vanity today and just how it controls us and steals our peace. Like this woman quit going outside and her health was wrecked over it. She had lost 50 pounds for the episode, but she had to have been almost 200 pounds at the time then or more, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was a small framed lady, but it just showed that we can become overly concerned with the opinions of others, you know? that, That what they think of us basically becomes God in our life. We quit focusing on what God thinks or feels about us and what we should be doing for him. We start to fixate on this one thing that's wrong with us or what other people think are wrong with us or or what I need to do or buy or wear or have for people to like me. And you know, we've talked about it before about seeking uh, affirmation and all those things but this is where vanity can fuel us and we start to become whatever anybody else wants us to to fit in and to be seen some way that that we're loved and and if I just cut my hair this way or if I just wear these clothes then I'll be accepted and it's a dangerous place because it takes god the attention off of god out of our life and and Pope Francis has a quote about that too he says vanity not only distances us from god it makes us look ridiculous mm-hmm. And really when we stop and think about how long we might have worried about something or how much how many links we've gone to all the all the pictures you can look back at all the stuff you bought because everybody else was wearing it yeah. and how ridiculous you look 20 years later but you were in style right and the money you spend, and the effort and the worry and the anxiety on that stuff but afterwards you always realize like none of that mattered. And so that's what we have to come to realize with vanity is that that what matters is God's opinion. And and it it's almost pharisaical, right? Like you look at it, and the Pharisees were the same way. You look at Matthew, a couple verses there, and it says, You know, when you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and the street to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. You know, he's talking about they were concerned, and when they're walking through the streets, he says, all their works are performed to be seen. They widen their phylacteries and, and lengthen their tassels. You know, they love places of honor at banquets and seats of honor in synagogues and greetings in marketplaces and the salutation rabbi. He's saying, don't concern yourself with all this other stuff. They're vain. They're hypocrites because they're not worried about teaching others. They're not worried about doing what I've sent them to do. They're worried about how they're perceived by others. And these things, such as a bald spot or all these other things, can take us in the same way away from God, and we focus on things that, that put our focus back on us instead mm. of, of him and well, it's always the wrong place for right. our focus
1: and you were thinking a story came to me about you know the healing Jesus healing the ten lepers yeah where uh I think it was 10 and all one just one came back and I was as you're saying I was thinking well maybe those nine lepers really weren't conditioned in the sense where they were really content with what was going on sure and that one was he already was okay with it at peace with his the skin disease mm-hmm. and so he came back and said thank you for healing me lord, you know lord while the others never came back because they were already consumed in vanity sure. because they were totally changed and they thought that their self-worth was restored but yet internally they didn't change right you know i now mean i look like everybody right, else and i right, can fit in fit and all in that and stuff. that but that one person who was already in, internally at peace Came back and showed his appreciation. That yeah. yes, you restored me, but I still uh, I'm thankful for everything. Regardless. That's right. Yeah. And and see that that's the thing is we need to always be thankful for these things.
0: And look, God God made us the way He made us, right? We right. look the way we look, and and God created us in His image, which is perfect, right? So even though we may have imperfections, there's perfection in our imperfections. And we look the way that the one who loves us the most desired us to look. Right. And we talk the way that we're supposed to talk and mm-hmm. we, we sound the way. I mean, all of these things are, are the way God made us. And and like we said in the beginning of the show, there's nothing with trying to better wrong with trying to better yourself. But to be obsessed about things and to let them control your life and steal your peace is horrible. And and the thing is we waste so much time and energy on all of these things when in the end only one opinion matters. Right? When we're standing in front of God or his son Jesus, who's gonna be there at judgment day casting judgment i don't think we're going to be worried about that moment whether we had a full head of hair or not or whether we had you know a mole or a cyst or something on right. us or something that that may have made us so worried in our life we're going to look back and go man that didn't matter like all this other stuff mattered but i was too focused on myself and on the way i looked and appeared and what people thought of me and all these other things that now i'm suffering because of it right because I know that I didn't complete the things he wanted me to do in my life because I was worried about what people thought too much. And and it gives the devil a foothold in your life. That's the last thing I really want to talk about the points here before we talk about what do we do about it, is it gives the devil a foothold in your life. You know, when you look for and you long for the opinions of others and you don't receive what you hoped for, it can lead to resentment. You know, you can, you can begin to resent God for making you this way or for not giving you someone else's looks or gifts or attributes, and it plays right in the devil's hands. That's why it's one of his favorite sins, mm-hmm. right? Is because it takes that attention off of God and puts it on the place of other people. What do they think? What are they going to think? And it crushes your your self-esteem. You know, it messes with your security, and it makes you insecure in a lot of ways. And we have to just always place our mind back on God, and so that's what I want to talk about here for the last couple of minutes is is not letting Satan have this foothold in our life because it does. I've seen things drive people. I mean, look at, look at people like Michael Jackson. I mean, he changed himself completely from a, a normal-looking man to look like Diana Ross. There was a lot of other mental problems there, I'm sure, but I mean, ultimately, it was never enough. Like, it was bleach, and it was surgery after surgery after surgery. And you see a lot of people in Hollywood that do that. My nose isn't. Like, they're some of the most gorgeous people you've ever seen normally. But my nose is a quarter inch off this right. way. Or my eyes aren't wide enough. Or I've got bags now. Or their skin doing something. And so it's just surgery after surgery after surgery. And it never makes them happy. And you see them at 80, and they look like their face is made of plastic and all this stuff. It's, right. it's not what God wants for us. He wants us to be happy in who we are and who he made us to be. So what do we do about it? You know, first of all, I would say we need to practice the virtue that opposes vanity, and that is humility. You know, humility is always the way we combat any form of pride, right? To say, Lord, you made me this way, and you love me this way. And that means I can love myself and other people love me despite whatever thing may I may perceive to be wrong with me. My wife loves me, my children love me, my friends love me. It doesn't matter how I look. That's just the devil trying to get in my head. So I surrender that to you in humility, right? Honesty check yourself with hard honest questions you know why am i doing the things i'm doing i it is is it to 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 impress people is it to try to fit in is it to try to make myself feel better than i do um, do i have a purity of intention in my actions right like we talked about earlier working out's fine if i just want to get in shape but is it for some other thing where i walk in a room and everybody's like man that guy's buff and look at him and oh my gosh he's so this and that if that's the case that's not the right reasons Uh, You know am I concerned with the approval of others in anything that I do because we shouldn't be there We all have human nature to be concerned about what other people think but don't let it control you You realize that God's made you in his image and likeness and that means you're perfect in your imperfections God doesn't make mistakes nor does he mess up That means you look the way you're supposed to look and he loves you the way that you look And so do other people get out of your own head about it and look at the end of the day in all matters God's opinion is the only one that matters Everything else is a snare of the devil or a distraction. It's meant to take you away from what we're supposed to be doing. And so we can't get caught up in this. You know, and and to guys, you may be listening right now going, vanity doesn't seem like a sin that, it seems like more of a women's thing, right? It's not. Guys out there, every one of us have something that we've struggled with, some insecurity in our life, and we try to overcompensate it by doing something different, dressing different, cutting our hair a different way, whatever it is. And I've done some of that today. But at the end of the day, I, when I cut my hair, I looked at it I was like, you know what? This is something that's bothered me and I don't want this worry anymore in my life and I'm going to be happy the way I look after it no matter how it look because God loves me and that's all that matters. So guys, if you struggle with stuff like this and we all have, these are things we work on in the narrow road. These are things that we work on in the ministry. So just take that to heart and work on it today. And look, I'll tell you, Psalm 119 says, avert my eyes from what is worthless. So let's remember that when vanity tries to distract us from who we are and what we're here to do. So in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, the sin of vanity is a struggle that many of us have in this life. If we aren't careful, though, it can cause us to be overly concerned with the opinions of others. Help us to realize that your opinion is the only one that truly matters. And Father, whenever we feel the devil trying to play to our vanity, remind us to combat him with the virtue of humility. In the name of the Father, Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew.